Francis. Uh, once again, you are welcome. Uh, we have been looking at the topic, uh, what it takes to see the glory of God. Turn your Bible with me, please, to the book of Exodus chapter 9. What it takes, I mean, sorry, Exodus chapter 19. What it takes to see the glory of God. And I, I want, um, I'm going to read from verses 1 to 5. And I want somebody else uh, to pick it up and read that for, read that for us loudly um, from verse 5. Um, to verse 11. Now, Exodus chapter 19, I read from verse 1. In the third month, when the children of Israel, uh, Israel, Israel were gone forth out of the land of Egypt, the same day came they unto the wilderness of Simeon. For they were departed from uh, Rephidim, and were come to the desert of Simeon, and had pitched in the wilderness. And there Israel came before the the month. Moses went up unto God. That is what you are doing in season of fasting and prayer. And the Lord called unto Moses out of the mountain. God, somebody will hear the Almighty God call Israel name today. Amen. In the name of Jesus, saying, Thus shalt thou say to the house of Jacob and tell the children of Israel, Ye have seen what I did unto the Egyptians, how I bear you on eagles' wings. Somebody will be somebody here this morning. God will carry you on eagles' wings and brought you unto myself. Now, therefore, if ye will obey my voice, indeed, God will bring you a night to Himself in the name of Jesus, and we will obey the voice of God in Jesus' name. If you will obey my voice, indeed and keep my covenant, then ye shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people, for all the earth is mine. Verse 6. And ye shall be unto me a kingdom of peace, and an holy nation, which as the Lord which thou shalt say unto the children of Israel, and Moses came and spoke for the elders of the people, and made the sword I don't worry. Thank you. God bless you. You can meet your device. Thank you. Uh, my wife is already reading. Thank you. Go ahead. And Moses returned the word of the people unto the Lord. Verse 9. And the Lord said unto Moses, No, I come unto thee in a thick cloud, and that, that the people may hear when I speak with thee, and believe thee forever. And Moses told the word of the people unto the Lord. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go unto the people and sanctify them today and tomorrow, and let them wash their clothes. Verse 11. And be ready against the third day. For the third day the Lord will come down in the sight of all the people upon Mount Praise the Lord. Let somebody shout to be hallelujah. Now, in the third month, the Lord decided to visit. So remember. Um, if you if you if you follow the trend from chapter fourteen, chapter fourteen marked the exodus of people of Israel from Israel, I mean from Egypt, and so 
now chapter 14 chapter 15 and so on and so so they were just getting to know god uh with all the the wonders now they are no longer in the land of slavery but they now face a new challenge when they were in egypt they were they, they had a, a, a they had a big problem and the problem was that they were serving other gods they were slave they were slave under a tax master if there's anybody here this morning held down by anything whatever thing that is turning you to slave whatever situation whatever you know experience or circumstances around you right now that's making you to look like a slave the power of god will rescue you from them in the name of jesus the power of god will change hand in jesus name now so when they leave the the land of egypt with all the wonders that god did now they need to learn to know about god and so in the third month that they left the land of egypt the land of captivity somebody's leaving egypt permanently and never to return in the name of jesus now the lord jesus the the the, the almighty god himself appearing as god the, the almighty the god the father not jesus christ uh, but again, we know that God, the Father, God, the Son, are one. Now, the Almighty God decided to visit the people. And this time around, it wasn't like the kind of visit that he would visit just his servant only. And this is my heart desire and prayer for all of you, not just the ones that are here now, that all members of Jesus have that the Lord will visit each one particularly in the name of Jesus. That is my heart desire. That is my heart desire, that the Lord visit each one of you, that each one of you will say indeed, the Lord visited me, particularly in these 14 days of glory in the name of Jesus. So God wanted to talk to the people, all of them, before he would be the one to talk to Moses. But this time around, God decided, okay, I'm going to show them my glory. Because in the glory of God, you hear God. In the glory of God, you hear God's name. Now, so God decided this is what I want to do. But then God gave Moses an instruction. That instruction is very clear. He says in verse 9, And the Lord said unto Moses, Lo, I come unto thee in a thick cloud, that the people may hear when I speak with thee, and believe thee forever. So one of the reasons why God wants to visit the people, all of them, so that they can hear him too and see him and see the thick cloud was because they doubted Moses. Remember, you know, how the Moses' very own sister and the brother said, uh, is it only Moses that God speaks to? Why did he marry that kind of woman and so on? So we all know that story. So the people were beginning to wonder, okay, why would this Moses that we know you know, probably Aaron might say, that's my younger brother anyway. And Miriam would say, well, I was one watching him when they put him on the river. This thing. I was one that everyone can call my mom. You know, they could tell a lot of stories about Moses and say, well, but God doesn't work that way. If God chooses to use somebody, he, you know, God is not a respecter of persons. Now, and so God wanted them to believe his servant too. Because people have been saying, okay, Moses, you just go for some days. And you go to the mountain and come back and say, this is what God said. And you see this one and there are many miracles happen. We too, we want to hear God. And so God heard them. And God said, okay, I will visit all of you. But there's a condition, which is where we are going this morning. What it takes to see God's glory, we have started by looking at what does it take. We mentioned that the first one is encounter with the Son of God. 
that when you have a personal encounter with Jesus, then you have beheld the glory of God. The Bible tells us in John chapter 1, verse 14, it says that, and we beheld his glory. So having Jesus in your life, having Jesus taking, being the one in charge of your life and your destiny, it means that we have seen the glory of God. That was what we talked about uh, in the last week. Now, number two, what, what does it take to see the glory of God? You must sanctify yourself. To see God, you must be sanctified. The Bible tells us in Habakkuk chapter 1, verse 13, it says, God is a, of a purer heart who cannot behold iniquity. No, not only that, in the, you know, in the book of Isaiah chapter 59, from verse 1 uh, to 3 and 4, God outlined clearly why he may not visit some people. Let's look at that scripture quickly, and then we'll come back to this, uh, where we took our, um, our anchor scripture. But Isaiah 59, uh, somebody that is there can read for us quickly if you are there. Isaiah 59. Isaiah 59 from verse 1. But your iniquity has separated between you and your God, and your sin has hid his face from you, that he will not hear. For your hand has defined his blood, mm. and your fingers with iniquity. Your lips are spoken lies. Your tongues are mortal perverseness. Now call for justice. None call for justice. None call for justice. None anything else for truth. They talk in vanity and speak lies. They conceal mischief and bring forth iniquity. Thank you. Praise the Lord. So you can read the remaining one. But it outlined clearly why God will not visit some people. You see, if your hands are defiled with blood, if you have shed innocent blood, if your mouth has spoken lies, if your hands are stained with fingers, I mean, if your fingers are stained with blood, you have perverted your justice system, and the list is endless. These things hinder God from visiting you. It doesn't take long for us to see the face of God. If only we can set ourselves, set our hearts right before Him. If we can repent from all our iniquities, if we can cleanse our heart, cleanse our ways, then God will visit us. He delights in visiting His children. Remember in Genesis chapter 3, how He will come down the cool hour of the day to come and check on Adam and Eve and his sin setting. So God created us. He wants to have fellowship with us, He wants to visit you. But Iniquity hinders God from visiting us. So this morning you are going to bow down your head, whatever you may be. You are going to lift up your voice and say, Father, I want you to pray very loud and say, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, whatever iniquity that may be in me, if there be any iniquity in me, if there be any iniquity in your church, if there be any iniquity in my family, that will hinder me from seeing your glory. Please cleanse me. Please sanctify me that I may see your glory today. Go ahead and pray with all your heart. You go ahead and confess them. Look at what the Bible says. Look at it. It says that none called for justice, none pleaded for the truth. They trust in vanity. Maybe you have trusted in vanity. Your mouth has spoken lies. 
you conceived evil and you brought forth evil, lift up your voice and say, Father, if there be any iniquity in me, if there be any, any iniquity in my family, if there be any iniquity in my children, if there be any iniquity in my wife, if there be any iniquity in your child, if there be any iniquity in my brethren that will hinder you from showing us your glory, Lord, be merciful and show us your glory. In Jesus' most powerful name, we are praying. Now, I'm going to make in verse 10 of Exodus chapter 19. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go to the people, sanctify them today and tomorrow. Sanctification is the process of being cleansed from our sins and iniquities for the purpose of being separated unto God. If you look at the scripture, from Genesis to Revelation, it perhaps one of the one of the, 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 the demands, the topmost demand from the Almighty God for us to sanctify ourselves. Now, when it comes to the case of Noah, there was need for sanctification. The very reason why God destroyed the, 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 the generation of Noah and left only Noah and his household was because of this issue of sin. Why did God destroy the uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, Genesis 19, and in Genesis 18 and 19? It was the same issue of um, sin as well. How about Abraham? Abraham had enjoyed good relationship with God from Genesis chapter 12 until he got to chapter 15 when he agreed with his wife. So, you know, to, 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 to sleep with um, Agar, the slave girl that he got from Egypt. That's why you should not go back to Egypt. Because the Egypt that they went to, that God did not send them, that was where he brought out the lady that later became the stumbling block. That up to today, we are still, you know, the world today is still suffering from the consequence of that act. Now, but in chapter 17, God decided to visit him in verse 10 and said, Walk before me on the Sabbath. Then God was telling Abraham, your, your, your body, you are full of sin. You have committed immorality. You have committed a lot of sin. Walk before me on the Sabbath. Now, the list is endless. So, this issue of sin is the main reason why people will not see God's glory. But once sin has been taken off from the way, then you see God revealing himself. Do you know that God can speak to you? Do you know that God can call your name? He can speak to you the way you are hearing my voice now. That is the level you want to bring your life to. But you have to separate yourself and separate your family. Now, this is very important. Do not leave any family member of yours out. Don't say, well, uh, my husband doesn't like fasting. It's only me. Encourage him. Pray for him that he will also join you to fast. The reason is this. If you, you are sanctified, and your husband or your wife or your children, somebody you ask is not, it could hinder God from visiting your home. So every member of your home must be sanctified. Your children must be sanctified. Your spouse must be sanctified. So that, like in the case of Obededeus, God can pour down his blessing. God will visit your family in the name of Jesus. Now, so the need for sanctification is highly important. God is of a pure eye. He cannot behold sin. And so when there is sin in anybody's life, then it hinders God from visiting them. So it doesn't mean that God doesn't answer prayer. But if God has not answered your prayer, examine yourself. 
check yourself, check your heart. What is it that? Then the next question to be asked is, what is it that I'm not doing right? What is it? No, show me. What, what is my error? Come to that point. If God has refused to answer your prayer on one thing you are trusting him for, then ask him questions. What you need to do at that point, ask him, Lord, show me what am I doing wrong? What is there anything in me that I don't know? Please show me so that I can repent. Pray that that simple prayer alone could open your eyes to see a lot of things. And God begin to cast them out. Again, I can cite many examples in the past. How I'll be trusting God. I say, Lord, I'm concerning this matter. Maybe uh, I want to see your face. It could be for personal, it could be family, it could be for the church. I say, Lord, I want to see your face. And, you know, if you didn't say, Lord, what exactly is the problem? I remember, uh, you know, on the on the fourth day of the uh, of the fourteen days of glory, and even as the days continue, I was also asking the same question. I said, Lord, you have visited me now. Visit me again. I said, You have not. He said, When you visited me that time, he said, I have not found any iniquity in you. Now, so what am I saying is this: is that when God checks your life and there's nothing between you and Him, if you ask Him to visit you, He will visit you. I pray for somebody, God will visit you today. I say, God will visit your family today. In the mighty name of Jesus. So, iniquity must be dealt with it. Now, look at, in that uh, verse 11, and be ready against the third day. So, your sanctification is an ongoing process. God told Moses, day one, day two, sanctify them on the third day, I will visit them. Because God cannot behold sin. You know, if, if God, if there is a sin in the life of a man or a family and you are asking God to visit you, that is dangerous. That is dangerous. It is like one dipping his hand into petrol and then moving close to a fire. That's the implication. You see, the oil, the fire that proceeds from his mouth and from his eyes alone could be born. But when the, when, the, when the Lord sanctifies you, when you are cleansed before him, then that fire becomes cleansing. It begins to consume your enemy, not you. So if you are asking the Lord, Lord, show me your glory. Show my family your glory. Show my children your glory. Show my husband your glory. I'm the Lord. Touch us. Cleanse me. Cleanse my mouth. Cleanse my heart. And if you have any unconfessed sins, make sure you confess them. Don't wait. Because these are the things. Oftentimes you see people, they are seeking God, but they have other things that it is in their life. Sometimes when people come to us and say, uh, pray, you know, on this, on this, on this. Okay. They don't tell us full story sometimes until the Holy Spirit open or reveal some of them. So you need to be sincere before God, before God can help you. Praise the Lord. Now, an unsanctified vessel cannot see the glory of God. In Malachi chapter 3 from verse 1 to 3, the Bible tells us in verse 3 in particular, it says that he will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver and gold. Then it now tells us in the next verse, verse 4, it says it is after God has sat on you and poured you and cleansed you, then he will accept your offering. You can read that yourself. Malachi chapter 3 from verse 1 to 4. So, it is only when God has sanctified you. Now, how does God do sanctify us? He sanctifies us by his word. The word you are hearing now is, to, is the medium by which God is sanctifying you now. The Bible says in John 17, 17. John 17 says, sanctify them by the truth and thy word is truth. John 17, 17. 
Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is true. So we are sanctified by the word of God. In the same book of John chapter John chapter 15, from verse 3, it tells us that it says, Ye are cleansed by the words that I spoken unto you. John 15, verse 3. Ye are cleansed, ye are sanctified, you are made whole by the words that comes out of my mouth to you. So we are cleansed. Your number one agent of sanctification is the word of God. Take the word of God. You know, God will open your eyes to see the iniquities that are in your life. When you know them, then ask God for mercy. Ask him to cleanse you. Forgive, I mean, repent from them. And if there's somebody in your life that may hinder you from hearing God, that you've not forgiven, please forgive them now. Don't even wait for the next second. Anybody, don't hold people in their mind, in your mind, I mean. Anybody that is that offended you that says, ah, I'm not going to forgive him, ah, then you can't see the God, the glory of God. It is only people that are having a forgiving heart. He says, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. If your mother-in-law has offended you, forgive her. If your brother-in-law has offended you, forgive him. If your husband has offended you, forgive him. If your wife has offended you, forgive her. Don't, don't, don't pile up sin and say, I'm going to wait. If you do that, you can't see the glory of God. I'm just telling you the truth. I mean, and I don't know how I stay again you know, to tell you that. To tell you the truth is that if you don't forgive and let go of whatever thing that may be in your heart, there's no way God can visit you. Because God is of a pure He doesn't want to visit you and destroy you. He's a merciful God. But when you remove that sin, then he will not visit you and, and, and turn all your hard desires to testimony. Today, God will visit you. And in the name of Jesus, whoever may be have offended you or wronged you in the past, that you are still holding the mind, now you will let them go in the name of Jesus. And today is your day of visitation in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. The blood of Jesus sanctifies us as well. We are cleansed. The, the Lord Jesus Christ sprinkles his blood on our conscience. Our conscience is poor. Your conscience is cleansed by the blood of Jesus. And lastly, how do we get cleansed? We are cleansed by the Holy Ghost. In Hebrews chapter 10, Hebrews 10, 10, from verse 10 to 15, the Bible tells us that we are cleansed by the Holy Ghost. I'll quickly read that while you get ready to pray. And while I'm reading that, if there's anybody that offended you that you have not let go, today is a day of repentance. Forgive the person. How do we know forgiveness has taken place? It's simple. If you have not been talking with that person, give them a phone call. Check on them. How are you? I'm forgiving you of sin. I know you offended me and I was caught, but that's over now. I'm forgiving you. That's the way in the forgiveness should take place. So make sure you forgive. Take practical steps. Now, the Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 10, verse 15, Wherefore, the Holy Ghost also is witness to us, and after that he has said so. So if you read from verse 10, it tells us that the Holy Ghost is also the agent of sanctification. I want you to bow down your head, wherever you may be. And your first prayer this morning is, you don't have to unmute your devices. Now mute your devices and pray for yourself. What is your prayer? Lord, I thank you for your word. Lord, if there's any sin in me, please let me know. So that I can repent. Because I want to see your glory today. Father, if there be any sin in me, 
please open my eyes. I want to see so that I can repent from them. Lord Jesus, make that your prayer. Make that your prayer. Mute your devices so that you can pray very well. So that you won't say, I don't want somebody to hear what I'm talking about. So mute your devices now. Mute your devices and pray. Tell him, tell him, pour out your heart. Be, be, you know, expo reveal your heart to him. He knows it. Say, Lord, if there's any sin, if there's somebody I've not forgiven, if there's somebody I'm holding in mind, if there's anything I've done in the past that is standing against me this morning, Lord, please be merciful, be merciful. Open my eyes that I may repent from them. Open my eyes that I may repent from them. Open the eyes of my family that we may repent from them. Make sure you are praying. Make sure you are praying. Lord Jesus, I thank you for your word. If there's any iniquity in me, Lord Jesus, Lord, open my eyes. Sanctify me, sanctify me, sanctify me, sanctify me, sanctify me. Anything that will hinder me from seeing your glory, sanctify me. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Your next prayer point, you are going to pray and say, Father, visit me today. Visit my family today. Visit your church today. Visit our community today. Visit our nation today. Make that your prayer. When you are sanctified, then the road is clear. The road is clear. The road is clear. Your own visit could be that the expected baby, you are carrying it already. Your own visit could be somebody from nowhere can just remember you today. Somebody just give you a phone call. I say, ah, I've been looking for you for a long time. That's a sign that God has visited you. Now, it could be the application you have been waiting for. You just received the email and they say, yes, the email, the application has been approved. It could be the job you did not even apply for and it just come your way. Say, Lord, visit me today. Visit me today. Visit me today. Lord, visit me. Visit your children as they go out. Now, begin to tell him what you desire from him. Lord, all the 14 days Special prayer request. I thank you for turning them to testimony. I thank you for turning them to testimony. Thank you for denying. Order the step of your children. Order my step. Order the step of my family. Let it be well with us. In the name of Jesus, accident forbidden, sickness forbidden. Today we will have testimony. Today we will sing a new song. Through the new song in our mouth. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Stretch forth your hand, King of glory. I thank you for answer prayer. I give you the glory. I give you the honor. Thank you for your word that you have brought on to us this morning. I pray, Father, to anyone here this morning that is yet to be sanctified because they have not accepted you. Please forgive them their sin. Write their name in the book of life. Lord, I ask this morning, as a token that you are the one that has sent this word and put this word in my mouth. 
And as a token that you are the one who sent me, I did not send myself. I pray. As your people have prayed, please visit them today in the name of Jesus. If you have not found any iniquity in us, visit us as a church today in the name of Jesus. If you have not found any iniquity in our home, in our families, visit our family today in the name of Jesus. And Lord, if there be any iniquity that is left, that perhaps we have, we don't know, today open our eyes that we may repent in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray, Lord, show mercy unto your children. Today, let somebody have a major testimony. Let it be, let it be in the name of Jesus. Give all your children. Let everybody have a major testimony today of visitation, of miracle, of signs and wonder, of seeing the glory of God in the name of Jesus, of angelic encounter in the order of Colonials in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Let somebody shout a big hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Before you go, uh, if you have not given Jesus your life, you have not surrendered your life to Jesus, I want you to know that is the gateway to receiving God's glory. So we'll still give you that opportunity. You are here. Maybe you are joining a family or you are with somebody and you are hearing the word of God this morning and the word of the Lord is coming to you and you want to accept Jesus. I want you to raise up your right hand and say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today a sinner. Please forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life. Sanctify me and show me your glory. Keep me to the end and fill me with the Holy Ghost according to your word in Ephesians 1 verse 13. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I pray for as many that pray this prayer. Forgive them their sin. Write their name in the book of life. Cleanse them and deliver them from every spirit of insanity that will be troubling them in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, ancient of this, for answer prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Now, God said, I should tell you, he has banished the spirit of insanity, barrenness, and lack and poverty out of your family forever in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord.